Hey, it's Chris Jones, co-host of the Jones Zone podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. When it concludes, do us a favor and leave a review. Leaving a review is the fastest way to grow our audience, and we want to make sure we share this podcast with the most people possible. Also, for anyone that doesn't know, Brian and I own the Jones Zone real estate team. So if you're looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential real estate in the Charlotte, Fort Mill, Rock Hill, York County area, hit us up. Call or text 803-810-2230. Lastly, not only do we use this podcast as a way to help promote local business owners and entrepreneurs, but Brian and I also own Jones Zone Marketing. If you're a small or medium-sized business looking for a way to generate more leads or looking to spruce up your marketing with videos, landing pages, sales funnels, membership sites, or more, hit us up at jonesonemarketing.club, C-L-U-B. All right, enjoy the show. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast, your real estate advocates, community connectors, Chris and Brian Jones with Fathom Realty. Uh, Today it's just me, Brian's out selling homes. I uh, can't be a part of the show today, which is great for us, uh, the Jones Zone, and getting out there, selling some homes, making a difference, making an impact, all that good stuff. So 803-810-2230 if you want to uh, list or buy a house, or if you have any questions about real estate, we'd be glad to help you. 803-810-2230. So this is part five. You've uh, decided that you're going to buy or sell a house. You've chosen the right agent for you. You've gotten pre-qualified. You've uh, targeted a property or you've uh, listed your house. You've gotten an offer. You're under contract. At what point do you do the inspections? So here we go. Uh, this is always kind of a scary time for everybody because you, you, as the seller, you feel like you know your house. And as a buyer, you, when you walk through, you got that excitement of... of uh, of buying a property so this is this is always kind of the interesting part but uh, so what is a home inspection um, quite simply you as a, the buyer pays someone to come inspect the house and they can do all sorts of stuff they can do um, radon inspections they can do um, just the general home inspection they can check out the uh, foundation they can do a survey I mean they can do all sorts of stuff in this uh, due diligence and inspection period and most people, for the most part, just just do a general home inspection. So, they pay a home inspecting company five hundred, six hundred bucks to come out and do a thorough inspection. And these guys find everything, so it's nothing to panic about. Uh, buyers and sellers both kind of freak out sometimes when the inspection report comes back and it's like a hundred pages, something ridiculous like that. But they're getting paid good money. So they're going to find everything that's wrong with it. And uh, whether it's uh, a loose toilet, which we joke about that being in every single home inspection in the history of mankind, or uh, maybe the electrical's not up to code or whatever, but they'll find everything. And it's just, this is the time to kind of keep your cool, prioritize what needs to be fixed, and just go from there. I think a lot of people freak out, and as buyers, they want everything to be fixed. They feel like, they're buying a home and it should be perfect when they moved in. And as the sellers, they think their home is perfect as it is and they shouldn't have to fix anything. So <laughs> the key is to find that happy medium where everyone feels like they're getting a good deal and everyone feels like everything's on the up and up. So 
but really the home inspector will come in, they'll do their thing, and then they'll give the report out to the buyer, and then the buyer has the chance to make their repair request. And what we typically do is, you know, we tell the buyers to prioritize things. You know, what what are the what are the big things that you want fixed, and then what are some of the things that you can kind of tackle along the way as a homeowner. You know, you don't have to get the seller to pay for every little thing if you're going to fix things and do things along the way. So, um, and then the buyer's agent will submit that repair request to the listing agent. And the listing agent will have a chance to respond and you negotiate just like you did with the offer. You know, this is a, a negotiable, a negotiable <laughs> time as well uh, during this transaction. So, uh, they, you know, the seller doesn't have to fix everything that the buyer asks them to do. The buyer, it's, it's a repair request and uh, the seller can go back and forth. They can fix all of it. They can fix none of it. They can fix, agree to fix some of it. So... It's something that uh, we'll negotiate through. Um, now, there are some things that do need to be fixed. They need to be addressed. I mean, and the bank might even tell you this too. You might not get a loan unless these items are fixed. I'm talking about the roof. You know, you can't sell a house that's got a leaky roof. I'm talking about the HVAC. If the air conditioning isn't working, we got to get that working. All right, that ain't, that ain't cool. Um, plumbing issues, electrical issues, foundation issues. Um, those things need to be addressed. They need to be made right by the seller. They need to be fixed. So um, we tell we tell everybody that. And then in South Carolina, if you look at Section 8 in the contract, you know, those things need to be on the up and up. And like I mentioned, you know, a lot of lenders, you know, if you've got uh, rotten wood or termites or chip paint or um, any sorts of issues that like maybe FHA or VA loans uh, pay special attention to. You might not be able to get a loan if, if some of that stuff isn't addressed. And so the sellers need to know that as well. It can kill a deal. So uh, let's see, uh, lead-based paint, um, man, all sorts of stuff. Radon, I think I touched on that. <laughs> you know, this is the time where buyers especially, uh, you want to know when your due diligence period is up and you want to make sure you have all your inspections done whatever you want to do check out the crime rate okay check out the school ratings if you if you didn't do that before you offered um, this is the time where you you want to do all that stuff and like i mentioned it's it's nothing to be scared about it's just gathering information and then if you feel like you have to renegotiate the contract based on the information you get then you cross that bridge when you get to it um, also there's the appraisal What's an appraisal? So the bank, they want to know how much that home is worth. They don't want your opinion. They don't want the seller's opinion. They don't want the listing agent's opinion. They want a neutral third-party opinion in the form of an appraiser. Um, it's not necessarily an appraiser they choose. Most banks work with a pool of appraisers that gets assigned that property um, at random as long as there's no uh, conflict of interest or anything like that. The appraiser will go out, do the you know assess the house based on the comps, the neighborhood, uh, any updates, upgrades that it's had, community features, all that stuff, and the appraiser will assign a home value price to that house. Um, most of the time, listing agents and buyers agents are, are pretty much on the same page, and the appraiser comes in and he's pretty much on the same page and. 
there's not a whole lot of problems, but sometimes there can be. Now, if the appraiser comes in and values the house at more than the contract, that's great for the buyer. Instant equity, right? If he comes in and says it's 307 and you're paying 300, now you got seven grand worth of equity in your pocket right off the jump. That's awesome, good for you. And it's your appraisal, so you don't necessarily have to share it with the seller. You just quietly sit there at the closing table knowing you got the best of them. Now, on the flip side, if the appraisal comes in low, we got a problem because the bank isn't going to loan you $300,000 if the house is only worth $292,000. What do you do when the appraisal comes in low? Well, if you're, on the, if you're the buying agent, you tell the listing agent, hey, I'm sorry, man, but the value came in low. We need to renegotiate this contract. And then hopefully everyone's cool. Uh, a lot of sellers hold firm. They say, no, you need to come up with that difference. And that can kill the deal because the buyers may not have the difference. Uh, we tell our sellers, hey, you know, if the appraisal comes in low, the good news is we know that you sold your house for the absolute most you could. You got every value. You got every penny out of it. If 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 we're list if we're under contract for three hundred, and the appraisal price comes in at two ninety seven, and we drop the sales price to two ninety seven, don't look at it like a loss. Look at it as man, you know, I'm a little disappointed that it's not three hundred, but I sold it for as much as possible. So you know, you did a great job in that in that respect. So, um, one thing you need to know about appraisals: sometimes FHA and VA those guys will inspect the home a little bit too. They can be a little bit uh, more thorough, if you will, than uh, conventional or, or uh, well, I guess you wouldn't need an appraiser in a cash cash deal, but unless you hire one yourself. But um, those guys can be sticklers sometimes, but um, and they might make you fix some things if, if they weren't addressed in the repair request. But um, overall, you know, we tell people inspections and appraisals they're not they're not things to be scared of. It's just information, and um, it's part of the transaction and. The whole transaction, the whole time is very fluid. The contract is is very fluid. It can be adjusted at any time with all these addendums and, and things that we have going on these days. So um, that's about it for this one. Like we said, we want to keep these kind of short and sweet, but inspections and appraisals, part five. If you have any questions, 803-810-2230 or email chris at thejoneszones.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Jones Zone Podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next episode.